the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to Hour 2 of tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Monday, best day of the week. Super excited to kick off the week with you guys here. Uh, crazy stuff happening this hour. If you missed last hour, hour one, we talked about uh, the military heroes, the patriots who were killed in battle, the calls for uh, America to strike Iran. I put that out there to you guys. I want to hear from you if you think that's a good idea, if you support that. Email me at andrewkshow.com, andrewkshow.com. Uh, I also talked about uh, an email that I received from Jeff Ridgway, who's a listener, about comments about DeSantis, and um, it w- the email involved me and Brian Maloney, and Brian and I discussed it last week. If you missed any part of last hour, download the podcast wherever you get your pods. The DeSantis uh, email was something I wanted to talk about with Brian because we all need to rally together to save this nation. There is not one conservative who should be staying at home because their feelings are hurt over something that somebody said about DeSantis. And I feel like my job here on this show, the reason why not my job so much is the reason why I started doing the Andrea K show and gave up my corporate sales career is that I began, I became intensely concerned as a young person about the convergence of about the push for communism in this country and then also how that intersected with the rise of radical islam and so i use my voice every day to to be like uh the warning cry to america to save this country i don't advocate for party or paul paul any individual i advocate for this country and so i'm gonna vote for trump i ask everybody just i mean to me the the choice could not be more clear. It's either a a vote for the person who can at least have a shot at helping to save this country or handing our country over to communists. And I ask everybody to support not handing this country over to communism, even if your feelings have gotten hurt along the way, or you don't like a comment that was made about DeSantis. Bringing me in for this hour, as always, is my partner. I know where he stands on all the issues, and you know, too. And he serves it up on a little plate called sesame broccolini. I love me some sesame broccolini. This guy, fiery like a dragon. Like a dungeon dragon. High heat. Sesame broccolini. I don't know why this just came to mind. You're talking about saving the country, the importance of this election. For so many years, and I don't think he gets nearly enough credit for this, Larry Elder, the great yeah. Eldersky, has been yeah. saying in his speeches yes. when he ran for president, we've got a country to save. I've just on, noticed. On his I don't radio know about, show. Yes, yes, on his, on his show, his amazing show. Just, I don't know if you've noticed this. 
I've noticed that Nikki Haley is starting to use that in all of her speaking events. I think that's very interesting. Yes, just like the writers of uh, the SVU episode of 2012 that was stolen by E. Jean Carroll in her lawsuit against Trump and her accusations against Trump. Uh, Larry Elder, I don't know if he copyrighted that saying or not. I don't know if he did because Haley is plagiarizing the great Eldersky, the sage of South Central. Um, all right, we're going to get into later on in the show. You're going to want to stick around because Kim Yader is one of the organizers of the trucker convoy, Take Our Borders Back, and she's going to be here to talk about the plans for that. I've got concerns and questions regarding uh, that event. So you're going to want to stick around for the bottom half of the hour. We're going to get into that. We're going to shift gears right now and get into a little of the cultural war that we are waging in this country. And it, it, the the so much of the front in the war is through our children and they are just using if there's any way that you can get your child out of these public schools i beg you to do so case in point there's a montana uh couple uh that is claiming that they have lost custody of their teenage daughter uh who is now going to be sent to canada Because according to this article, a family in Glasgow, Montana, says the state's Child Protective Services has kidnapped their teenage daughter after the girl started identifying as a boy. Krista and Todd Kolstad spoke to Redux and said that the the child had been removed from their care and was now going to be sent to Canada. Krista, the child's stepmother, explains that uh, it all started last August. They got a call that their uh, 14-year-old daughter, Jennifer, had expressed suicidal ideations at school. Uh, The stepmom says the daughter has always had problems at school and that they'd even pulled her from one district and sent to another um, because of issues with bullying. Um, But uh, And that she had also had an undiagnosed mental health issue. And as well as an attention-seeking, you know, behavior. So this was a troubled, troubled teen, and it's incredible. I was troubled in my teens as well. Unfortunately, I didn't have any actual mental health issues, and I didn't have to contend with social uh, media. Um, but every teen goes through issues, or most do anyway. Uh, and so imagine now. Um, the forces of indoctrination are zeroing in. These predators are, they got a kid, trouble kid. And man, you know what, kid, you know what the, the, pro- the problem is, you're really, do you, are, you, are you sure that, you, that you're really a girl? Because maybe the problem is you really just want to be a boy. See how the game works? And that's what happened with this child. Um, so a caseworker from the Montana Child and Family Services showed up at their home to speak with the daughter and do an inspection the stepmom was doing uh, dinner at the time and invited the caseworker to tour the um, the house. Um, and then, then um, dis- despite, according to the stepmom, uh, that she and her husband um, were like concerned, why does this caseworker showing up at their home? So they made a mistake in letting the caseworker in. I would have asked, why are you here? On what grounds are you here? It might you can't trust the authorities at this point. Um, so at that point with the caseworker there, um, the daughter proceeded to claim that she had consumed toilet bowl water and painkiller medications in order to commit suicide. Um, so they agreed. Uh, So at that point, it just got out of hand, basically. Um, 
so one thing led to another and um it, it you know to make a long story short it went back and forth and now the child has been removed from their custody so this is take your kids out of school if you have a kid who's a troubled uh, troubled teen recognize that there are all kinds of plans in place in these schools that they have put in place to get the wheels in motion in order to get parents shoved to the sidelines. We have doctors out there in as little as 20 minutes of an evaluation uh, saying that um, the kids should be set on transgender, quote, gender affirming care. And very quickly, the uh, the wheels of motion, the, the train leaves the station, the snowball starts going downhill and picks up steam, whatever analogy. And you can end up being in a situation like these parents are in Montana where the child has been taken from your custody and is on route to another country and you may never see your kid again. Sesame, anything you want to add? It, I just, everything you said is, is spot on. It's we're, we're living in a world where the state now can confiscate your kids. You will own nothing yep. and be happy. And that includes your own offspring. That is how how sin i mean this is just pure evil really that's and and, and, yeah. and by the way undermines cases where the state actually does try to come in and talk about custody because parents are physically abusive or something it's just it's just really disgusting it's it's affirmation culture on steroids if you don't affirm yeah. every little thing that we implant inside your kid's mind then um if you don't accept the programming and let us program you by proxy then uh we'll confiscate everything that you have including your child the state wants to own your kids that's where this and make goes. no it's mistake a about slope. it. We've gotten here yeah. not a lot of times. This is and I, we have a lot of headroom. To, it's just so scary how slippery the slope really is, and how radical and how quickly this is all happening. So I hope this wakes people look, up. Yeah, and on top of it, there are all kinds of videos out there, all kinds of organizations that are talking to your kids and telling your kids how to go around your parents. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. I have no doubt that this kid. Had it had had somebody implant in this kid's mind to tell this this social worker, did the kid know that the social worker was coming? The social worker just comes unannounced. The the parents get a call that your kids get, had I, suicidal ideations at school. All of a sudden, the social worker shows up unannounced, and the kid all of a sudden has a story about how uh, they tried to kill himself by drinking toilet bowl water or toilet bowl cleaner. What a coincidence! So then, and part of the story was to make a long story short, because it went back and forth since last August, but then, then it goes to the hospital and then the the doctors all get involved. And then they're like, well, you know what, maybe we need to move your child to a facility over here. And you know what, the, uh, the, really the best facility that is in Wyoming in another state, but we're going to send this kid to Wyoming. So how about we transfer uh, custody temporarily to this facility in Wyoming. So they, these are the ways that in, can end up to where you completely lose custody of your kid and now the kid's in another country. I encourage everybody, if you're listening, you can go read on redux.info uh, forward slash exclusive Montana family loses custody after expressing opposition to her gender transition because no doubt this is not, this is not a one-off. And there's all kinds of forces in the works to not just indoctrinate your child, but take your child from you. And um, it's just incredibly disturbing. And 
they pretend that this is saving their child from suicide when the reality is, as we know the data, uh, which is it actually uh, those that go through uh, the mutilation of their bodies, the puberty blockers, these permanent things that it's later on down the road where they have regret because it does not solve their mental health issues. And so this is a humanitarian crisis of our times right now, far greater in some ways than even the border situation, even though the border is bringing in and has brought in and killed more Americans. It is the number one, the fentanyl is the number one leading cause of death for 18 to 34 year olds at this point. So there's so many different ways in which the left is killing our children and destroying our youth in order as a part of their cultural Marxist scheme to destroy America. Um, Speaking of pop culture, I want to take a break and I want to shift into uh, last hour. We were talking about how SVU law and order SVU was used uh, by E. Jean Carroll to launch false accusations against former president Trump. And the reason why I can say there were false accusations is because she had the burden of proof and she presented zero evidence, but there's mounds of it against her. But SVU is in the spotlight. Law and Order SVU is in the spotlight again today, but for another reason. And we're going to share that with you when we come back. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Yeah, Andrea, could you help me out here? I've had, uh, this is John Mann. I've had three different people tell me, and these people are far better informed than I am, that Kamala Harris's mother and father were not citizens when she was born here, that they had student uh, visas at that time. Um, If you could clear that up for me, sweetheart, I'd really, really, really appreciate it. Take care now. Well, thank you for calling, John. Um, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show, by the way. Um, I had not heard that about Camel Harris's parents, so we're definitely going to look into that. And uh, I'll report back what I know. And, you know, I forget to tell you guys sometimes that we have a 24-hour caller hotline. Call me with a topic idea or suggestion, 844-814-5227. 844-814-5227. So I did not know. I knew that her dad, her mother was from India and her dad was, I believe, Jamaican maybe, or from one of the Caribbean islands. I didn't know that they might've been here on a student visa, um, but you're correct. If if so, then she would not be uh, considered a natural born citizen, I think, um, according to the constitution. I think that's one of the things that there's a question about with Nikki Haley. So we'll look into that. Have you heard anything about that, Sesame Broccolini? I had not, but I'm very curious to figure out yeah. you know, what is there. Is there a there there, I guess? Yeah, yeah. Of course, that's the old birthing, birther uh, argument, right? <laughs> it didn't matter with Obama. Um, all right. So I want to I wanna talk a little bit about um, the woke culture. One of the things that I've said when we had out here in California – we had uh, Gavin Newsom saying that they wouldn't prosecute anybody stealing up to $1,000, and we've had no bail policies across the country, uh, that ultimately what we were seeing 
was, and there were arguments that black people needed to be released from prison early. And that I said that going soft on crime for African-Americans was going to be the new reparations. Little did I know that it would be in the form of such violent acts as rape. I want to play a clip for you guys from Law and Order SVU. I think it's the, um, might be the, uh, uh, the, did they just start a new season or the 25th new season or whatever of SVU? Either way, I'm not sure if this is the first episode of the season, but I want you to listen to this uh, character. Sesame. But Natalie, Jay Watson raped you. You think I forgot? How could I? This entire trial has been an exercise in reminding me. And this is your chance to do something about it. I am going to. Believe me. Because I can, I can afford therapy. I have that luxury. And maybe one day I'll be okay. But if that teenager goes to prison, he may not be. Ever. Wow. We're now going to allow violent rape is rape forget what e Jean carroll says by the way rape isn't sexy rape is a violent act it's about power and i've never heard of a rapist who only did it once and a teen this is a teenager a young adult and hollywood is now putting it out that white women should not prosecute black rapists because of white privilege. This is one of the most horrifying things that I've ever heard of. I thought the left was despicable. I thought it was despicable when they were pushing biological men to destroy young girls' lives when it came to sports. I thought it was despicable that under the guise of inclusivity, that they were pushing the insanity of biological males using the same restrooms as girls. But now, now they are pushing the notion that black men should get away with rape if it's a rape against a white woman. I can't think of anything more vile in my life. And for that actress and for Mariska Hargitay or anybody else to stand there on that set and script that and to record that and spend all that time, it just makes me so angry I'm almost at a loss for words because if I said what I wanted to say, I'd probably get pulled from the air. Anything you want to add, Sesame? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I have been hearing – I mean, the left has always said they're, that they're the uh, champion of women and that they love women and they want to empower women. But here they are telling white ladies to just accept the fact that it's okay for you to be beaten and tortured and rape, raped so long as the perpetrator – is not white. I mean, it's truly this Democrat party, this, whatever this woke mind virus is, it is, it is rooted in a very deep disdain for women, for femininity, um, and for the, and for, and for justice, by the way, and for white people. Yeah, absolutely. For white people. It's, it's just disgusting. And it's, it's, I just cannot believe, I mean, I, I just cannot believe That's one of the most shocking things I've heard. This is the script that gets approved edited yep. keep there are producers working on this and writers and it's like what your big statement Auditions. is to normalize rape. Auditions. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, like, I, yeah. 
The reason why, and let me just say this from a legal standpoint, the reason why it, it is not, even though this character gets to, it, it supposedly says, you know, I'm not going to prosecute. It's not uh, Andrea gets raped, Andrea against, you know, rapist. It's the state versus so-and-so. And the reason for that is that this person must pay a price for society and taken off the streets because they are a danger to others. And so by doing this, they're saying not just this, this one character. And of course, without her testimony, see, it's harder for them to make the case. Uh, it's not just about pushing the no notion that this woman is going to not prosecute. It's now, it's bigger than her. They're basically saying, that this man should be allowed to go back out on the streets and rape whoever he wants. This is just look, nauseatingly disgusting. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't look it just, I want to be very, very clear. Any society that protects violent criminals and, and, and punishes law abiding citizens and the rest of us like this, I mean, you are, you are bringing, this is the, what was it? The Cloward Piven strategy. You are breaking yeah. American society. That It's the same goal by any means necessary. That's what this whole criminal world of criminal justice and social justice. It's all about sympathy for criminals, defending criminals, instead of yep. holding people to a higher standard and saying, we need to be better. We need to raise people that are virtuous and good and well-behaved. We need to have a just society. We just keep lowering the bar. We just keep lowering standards and lowering standards. But only standards. for as certain long as you're, people yeah, exactly. because the standards is higher for us, well, exactly. right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Exactly. If you're in the right identity group, they ha I know that Johns Hopkins has their whole privilege wheel. If you're in the right yeah. groups or whatever and you have enough social credit score or whatever, you can do whatever you want. Burn down a Wendy's, throw a Molotov cocktail at police officers in the name of George Floyd, throw soup on paintings in the name of stopping climate change. You can literally do whatever you want. But if you're in the wrong groups, like you're saying, you know, you get persecuted. I mean, I just can't believe it. I mean, think about this. You're telling all the women out there basically that their lives are expendable, that violence against them is OK if they're in the wrong group or have the wrong identity, which is already such a sick way to look at humanity. It true. The whole thing is just yeah. disgusting. It's it's sick it to the core. Disgusting. It's pure evil. It is What's pure next? Evil. And what's next? Um, uh, that black men get away with murder? Is that was is that where we're going next? Why not? If they can get away with rape, well, you know we're not going to prosecute this black person. This is the new reparations. It's going to get worse, America. It's going to get far worse, and we've got terrorists coming across our border. They're also the majority of them of color. Yeah, we're going to take a break. We come back. Speaking of the border, we've got Kim Yader, who's from Take Your Power Back Radio. She's going to be here on behalf of the trucker convoy that is about taking the border back. And you're going to want to stay tuned for this discussion because it might surprise you my position on it. Stay with us. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show on this Monday. Having a great time here, even talking about tough things like that last segment where we talked about the latest 
uh, Law and Order SVU in which they're shoving the insane notion that uh, white women have such privilege that they should not prosecute uh, black men uh, who violently raped them. Um, but uh, speaking of uh, violence, uh, I don't know how to segue from that to the border. <laughs> if you miss any part of the last segment or any part of the show, download the podcast wherever you get the pod. Email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. The question for tonight is, actually, uh, from last hour is, do you support military action against Iran after Iran dropped a drone and killed three Americans, three military patriots in Jordan and injured 34 others? Email me, andreakshow.com and andreakshow.com. All right. As for the border, y'all know that I have for many, many years have said the greatest greatest issue we face is the border, the southern border, the virtual border with refugees and beyond, as well as our economic uh, border. Um, it's gotten so bad with upwards of 15 million illegal aliens pouring in across our country. We are under an invasion, under a conquest that American people are fed up. It has taken way too long for Governor Abbott to do something about it, to declare it an invasion, to exercise his right under Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution. That being said, I understand the desire, the righteous indignation, and those wanting to rightfully exercise their constitutional rights to peacefully assemble. And I know that that's what the trucker convoy is about that is beginning this week. And it's about taking our border back. Um, but I have some concerns about it. So I reached out to Kim Yader, who's actually a part of one of the key organizers of the movement, the trucker convoy to take our border back. She is a patriot. She is a life coach. She is the voice of Take Your Power Back show. And she's also a friend of mine, and she joins me now. Hello, my dear Kim Yader. Thanks for being here tonight. Oh, Andrea Kay, it's always an honor to be on your show. Thank you for all the work you do, and thank you for being such a stand and voice for freedom. Thank you. I got to be honest, though, Kim, I'm concerned about this trucker convoy. I hate the fact that one of the greatest goals that the left had and the left being the, the not just the Democrats, the Uniparty, the deep state, the establishment, one of the goals for Jan 6 when they infiltrated it and the Fed surrection uh, that they infiltrated, they all the things that they did of entrapment so that they could round up Americans, throw them in a gulag, deny our constitutional rights. I hate that one of their key strategies was to successfully criminalize peaceful rallies, but they did. And I'm concerned that that's what's taking place and will take place with the trucker convoy. So let me start by asking you a couple of questions around the event. What is the goal of the event when the convoy reaches its destinations? Mm, That's a really, really good question. We have a very clear goal, Andrea, and our goal is to shine a spotlight on the open borders and educate the Americans of the imminent dangers. Those were the things you were just talking about. So we are peacefully and lawfully not protesting. We're a Assembling, and that's really important. It's a peaceful, lawful assembly and prayer. You see, you cannot fight a physical war. You cannot fight, let me go back, a spiritual war with physical weapons. You just can't. We are in a spiritual battle, and this is going to require a we the people coming together, standing firm, letting nothing move us, and really praying 
to God and declaring victory over the enemy because we know the enemy really did have quite a few winnings with the J6ers, didn't they? Didn't they? They certainly did. So for us, we are all coming together across America right now for such a time as this with our First Amendment right, what right what we are, you were speaking to. And we've got to really bring to light that we've got these two powerful swords. These swords were utilizing. One of the swords is the Word of God. The Bible says it's sharper than a double-edged sword. We've got to know how to utilize the Word, the wisdom, the discernment. And then we've got the Constitution, right? For so mm-hmm. many of us, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, growing up, we would hear, you know, Charlie Brown listening to the teacher, wah, 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 wah. We really don't know how to utilize the Constitution. So we've got to understand how to utilize the Constitution and what it means for our freedom and what our forefathers set for us. We're in the midst of a total breach of Article 4, Section 4 of the Constitution. I want to share this with you. The United States shall guarantee to every state in the nation a republic form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion Mm -hmm. and on application of the legislature or of the executive when the legislature cannot be convened against domestic violence. We are being invaded. I get that. So let's, right. I I totally understand everything that you just said. Um, I I agree with article four, section four. I agree with every, every argument that governor Abbott has laid out under article four, section four, uh, the eight times that he petitioned the government and the Biden administration to do their job. And they didn't all the ways in which they refused to do so. I support him saying that they're going to use everything in in their, every tool in their arsenal. And that's a quote. Um, but getting back to the charter convoy, if it's just, when I ask what the goal is, if it's just about prayer why do they need to go to why does the truckers need to go down to the border to pray because here's my concern the 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 tagline for the trucker convoy is take our border back how are the american citizens going to take our border back if it's just through prayer we can do that from our homes and here's why Uh, i'm concerned about mm -hmm. let me so let me let me let me ask let me share some of my concerns if it's just about prayer i'm concerned with um, going down there because it creates chaos in the middle of an already chaotic situation if they're going to go to the actual border. Um, the the envoy the convoy has already been infiltrated, according to reports. We know that whether it's through T-Mobile, whether it's through the NSA, which reports, which there's reports today, how they've been stealing our data. We know that we're being monitored. We know after Jan 6, that on Jan 6, we had the right to peacefully assemble. We had the right lawfully to be there. We also know that in spite of that, there was entrapment that was done by the federal government. We know that in spite of all that, they literally changed the laws after the fact so the people that were there with permits were now in violation of the law and subject to be rounded up. So we know that there's opportunity for our own tyrannical government to seize upon this opportunity to drag people into the courts. And one of the issues that can come from that, and that's, that's, that's assuming there's not even any violence, that there's an opportunity for going into an election for this to be used against us in ways that will, will this close to an election 
stop the only chance that we have to save this country, and that's Donald Trump. Your yes. response. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So two things. One, we're actually not going to the border. Let's get that okay. really clear for people out there. We're okay. going to border cities. Now, we put an official statement out today, and this is really important because I think this is going to answer your question. Okay. So this is our press release. It's come to our attention that there are individuals and groups actively spreading disinformation and lies about the Take Our Border Back convoy. We've been informed that groups are forming to infiltrate the convoy to disrupt and start problems within the convoy and at the border itself. We have three official destinations, all of which are posted on the TakeOurBorderBack.com. Although you may have heard others share misinformation through various online sources, we must direct you to the only accurate information which can be found on the website at TakeOurBorderBack.com. Please also take note that nowhere on the website does it say anything about the convoy going to the border. This misinformation shared online is inaccurate and untrue. The locations are cities and towns in southern border states. None are directly on the border. It is not our intent, nor it has, nor was this information ever stated on the website and shared publicly by any of our 16 members okay. since the gotcha. inception of this. Okay. So that takes care of it. So you're not actually going to go to the border. That's great. Now, what if, because one of the things that I'm concerned of, and that's great that you've clarified y'all not going to the border. However, wherever the locations are, um, there's opportunity for the time. And Antifa is great at playing this game. They were great at it, Uh BLM and others. Um, Same thing with Jan 6 is infiltrating, catching the slightest little mistake that they can then get get the legacy media to use against us. And right now we have Democrats and independents on our side on this border issue. The American people are united. And I'm concerned that wherever the destination is, that there's an opportunity. And if it's in anywhere near in a border town, anywhere near it, there's an opportunity for the cartels who who are Mm -hmm. in control of our border, as well as the federal government to infiltrate, create some kind of dust up, some kind yeah. of action that then can create a narrative to use against those of us who, you know, which is the majority of Americans. We already have the American people on our side against the Biden administration. So I'm concerned that there's more potential for downside than there is upside yeah. in this. Your response. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're dealing with parallel construction. That's exactly what let's, they do. Let's hold off. Hang on just a second. Riley, give me, give me a couple, give, give Kim a couple more minutes to respond and then, and then we'll go to break. Go ahead, Kim. Okay. All infiltrators, provocateurs, and disruptors will be reported to law enforcement. We have eyes on this event throughout the entire country. We have attorneys already working on what okay. they do with parallel construction. We are going to disrupt that. We are going to make sure we've learned. We all have our learnings. And here's the thing, Andrea, if we cow tower right now, we the people, this is the American spirit. We have our freedom to peacefully assemble. If we cow tower now being afraid of what could happen, no, we're using wisdom. We have a lot of eyes on this. We have a lot of attorneys on this. And we're making sure that we're clear in all of our communication. And if we do not take our power back right now, when will we? When will we? Good point. Good point. Excellent points, Kim. I appreciate you coming on. We better stop. 
right? No fear. Yep. There's no fear in love. Go on. You got to take a break. I, no, I, I understand. I'm just glad you came on um, because I wanted to share concerns and give you an opportunity to address it. Um, because yeah. like I said, I hate the fact that they've criminalized our constitutional rights. I know This is one of the things that they wanted out of January 6th was that they wanted us to, to sit down and shut up and allow okay. them to destroy. Um, I'm going to leave it up to you guys. What do you think? Email me at andrewkshow.com. Kim, tell everybody where they can get information about uh, the convoy. Absolutely. Everything is updated daily on takeourborderback.com. That's takeourborderback.com. Now is the time we've come together for such a time as this, and we have God on our side. And I'll tell you, the enemies will be destroyed. The enemies, the principalities of darkness that have set themselves up. This is a time of incredible, incredible prayer and standing firm. Let's do that together. Together we're better. We saw what happened in COVID. They wanted to separate us. We will not be separated. We, the people, will take our border back and take our country back. And I say that in Jesus' name. Kim Yader, thank you for being here tonight. God bless. God bless you. Thank you, Andrea Kay. You're amazing. Thank you. So are you. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Final segment of tonight's Andrea Kay Show. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. I didn't cheat death this weekend with a failed attempt at intermittent fasting, which, by the way, the second that I was telling Sesame about that, guess what popped up in my Insta feed? A sponsored ad from an app about intermittent fasting. Um, I didn't cheat death. I didn't have a near-death experience with intermittent fasting, practically starving my death, myself to death, uh, to be forced to uh, live under a society in which Taylor Swift gets to choose our president. There is an article out today that t- almost 20% of Americans say that they would vote for whoever Taylor Swift so, uh, 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 endorses for president. I... I it, it, is that why I cheated death Sesame Broccolini for a Taylor <laughs> Swift president? <laughs> my uh, my great grandfather did not fight commies in World War II just so that we could. Uh, <laughs> I, this this is just ridiculous. Is, is is this not crazy town? I it's mean, insane. It, it, it does go to show you though. I mean, these celebrities, the ones that are really just admired. I I mean, it's it's concerning by the way, just even from a Christian Catholic perspective, because we say do not create false idols. But people literally worship at the feet of Taylor Swift. Her most loyal fans do see her as a god. And that's why they think she's infallible. And therefore, they'll vote for anybody that she goes for. I mean, that's why she came out in 2020, right? With that tray of fresh baked cookies that said Kamala and Biden. It's like she's it's concerning to see how people look at her as if she is a deity. As if she well, is. and we know that right, right, and we know that our government actually has as part of the government, 
you know, an organization that works with quote influencers and they've been partnered with her for a while. Mm -hmm. And, um, and they know that. And so America is so, and now we're even hearing that Joe Biden's going to go to one of her concerts. You know, it's bad enough that I'm forced when I turn on the radio, I hear, yeah, that I hear one of her songs because I think her music is so bad. It makes me want to jab myself in the eyeball to end the pain. (laughs) But now, I mean, 20% of, I mean, if you're going to be so enamored with some musician or a song, a singer, you know, that you're going to go with whoever they at least have it be somebody who makes good music. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I just am at a complete loss over this. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm at a loss trying to figure out why someone like Taylor Swift would even, I'm trying to figure out why anyone would vote for Joe Biden. How how is this not ubiquitous? Joe Biden has been the worst president in American history, the least prepared, the most inept, the most corrupt, the most divisive. He's run this country into the ground. I mean, the fact that people are even still thinking about voting for Biden in 2024, I, it's I, that blo- this is this is actual insanity. It is. He is the worst I, yeah. thing that's ever happened to the. I mean, the, truly, the we're not going to be able to recover. I'm hoping Trump gets in and we can turn things around, but he's done irreparable damage to this country, oh, yeah. to world politics. He's set the Middle East on fire. I just cannot believe it. So it's. At the end of the day, it just makes me lose a lot of respect for Taylor Swift because it's like bad music aside, where is your common sense? Yeah. Where's your intelligence? Well, he, like, well, she, where she have you been none. for the last four years? This has yeah, been well, a living yeah. hell. Yeah, totally. And, you know, but the, you know, I mean, she's sitting on a bag of dough, right? So she's got obviously more money than she's got common sense or brains, <laughs> you know? Um, and oh, by the way, I mean, there's all these people saying that this whole, relationship with Travis Kelsey and he's Mr. Pfizer and Pfizer is, you know, uh, uh, sponsoring the Super Bowl. You know, I, I I don't know if there's any truth to that. What I do know is that nobody had ever seen them together, or heard anything about them till all of a sudden she's at a game and he's at the same time, he's running ads for, you know, Pfizer shots. And suddenly, you know, nobody's ever seen or heard of them together. And all of a sudden they're practically engaged. I mean, it is, it is odd. Okay. It doesn't mean it's not true, it, but you know, I mean, you know, there's, it, but it's, it is odd. Kind of most, the oddest, the oddest part of the whole story is that a, a, almost 20% of voters say that they would vote for whoever she picked. I don't know if she's emitting some kind of hypnosis through the radio or spewing some kind of st- poison to the audience at these concerts. Something's got to explain that phenomenon i would rather go back to intermittent fasting and put my life on the line to starvation than listen to taylor swift music there i said it all right congressman biggs was supposed to be on tonight he had a vote uh tonight he will be with us tomorrow night i want to hear from you andrewkasia.com do you support military action against iran thank you to everybody for tonight we'll see you tomorrow 6 p.m pacific time Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.